As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait, you look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money? A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV, starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start Start saving saving today. today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. Hey, everyone. Big news from the boys of the last podcast on the left. Check out the last comic book on the left, our most sinister comic anthology. It now has a volume two. Please pre-order now at Z2Comics.com. We have an even bigger stable of artists and talent and writers and everyone that we did for the first one, although the first one is fucking amazing and it's still available on Z2Comics.com. But we're asking you to go pre-order number two, Z2Comics.com. You're going to like the way you read. (laughs) All right, everyone. Thank you so much. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Hail Gene. Oh, baby, that's what I like. Oh, did we like this episode of Riverdale? Oh, did we like this episode of Riverdale so much? We are recording this episode again Uh, after we lost the last episode that we recorded. It's keeping it fun. It's keeping it funky. And it's keeping it fresh. And you know what? I did. I had prayed to my goddess last night, and I said, goddess, please let me talk about this penultimate (laughs) episode of Riverdale just one more time. And then the goddess started playing Daft Punk, and and the lights came out of my room, and I was like, this is exactly what I needed. One more time. And I'm just like, oh, you got to kill the baby snake when it's stuck in his egg so that it doesn't grow up and bite you. One more time. Um... Am I having a mental breakdown? I hope that you are, because I am too, and I don't want to be the only one. No, we're in this together, MJ. Dear listener, it is Riverdale Roundup, and you know that Jackie and I love Riverdale Roundup. It's a great time that we have together. I love yelling about it. We're we we're wondering sometimes whether other people are loving it, because it's just kind of us stumbling through, trying to remember these baffling episodes. But I will say I appreciate when you do write in and say that you enjoy it. It always yeah. puts a smile on our face, so thank you so much. Seems like the people are loving it, and I am in bad boy jail because no, you're not. Really, my my SD card is in bad boy jail because yes. it did not. It only recorded twelve minutes of the precious fifty-one minutes that we recorded minutes. yesterday. It was our longest <laughs> Riverdale roundup. It yet. was, <laughs> and maybe that was why my SD card was like, you know what, you should not spend longer than the, than the episode, episode itself. No, discussing Riverdale, and so we did a beautiful, if I may say so, episode all about this incredible episode that we both liked of Riverdale. I dare, I might, I might dare fight back though on the fact that we did a great job with this episode. I was actually okay when MJ, who was having a mental breakdown because <laughs> they lost after 12, minute 12, I was like, we didn't do a very good job in the first place. This is giving us, you know what? Thank you for giving <laughs> us the SD card, for giving us the opportunity to do this again, because I certainly screwed up the timeline of this episode. I certainly, <laughs> now that we've talked about the episode for 51 minutes, I'm like, well, now I know this episode. You know, you got to practice. Maybe we should yes. start doing every podcast. Practice. We do a practice run, and then we do. We had a dress rehearsal, and this yes. is opening night. It'll be just like Jughead's powers, where you say everything that you're thinking before you say it, so that Jughead is able to understand what you're saying because he <laughs> is deaf. So this really works out. So we're going to do an even better job today. And I will say, dear listener, I hope you have a friend like Jackie Zabrowski, who when you are deep in a mental breakdown about a lost file that you're so sad about and you're just like absolutely frantic, 
Jackie will laugh through it with you and she will reassure you and she will tell you, don't cry for Riverdale. It's, don't. it's Riverdale. <laughs> and don't forget it, MJ. It's Riverdale. It's Riverdale. And if this is the, our biggest problem, we're doing okay. It's true. It's true. The problem is it's it's it was my biggest problem, but it was also the biggest problem on kind of like on a pyramid of other problems. Of other problems. And that was the most glaring and apparent problem that you needed to deal with, which I get. And then you put all of it on it. So now that it's being resolved, I hope that it does. It's, it dissolves some of the feelings of guilt in your chest. Yeah. There is no guilt here. It is only Riverdale. The only people <laughs> that should feel guilty are the writers of Riverdale for sucking us back in every three to four episodes, you <laughs> bastards. Because yeah. this is a good one. This was a good one. It it, good one. it had one story, one Count them one O N E, um, and mm. everyone was involved in it, and that's what honestly I want. I've just yes, most most shows have an A B and C plot. I don't want that many plots in Riverdale. It's too because many. It's just too hard. Give us one war every yes. episode that everyone works together on. Especially in this show where even though there's only one thing going on, there's about seven subsects of plot underneath the one thing, but that's yeah, fine. Right. It has one ghost train taking us right through it. <laughs> Although no ghost train, because I guess now the ghost train is just broken because of the piece of dynamite from last week. Yeah, the uh, still... Still no clarity on why on we the needed a train. physical train Don't to know bring it. in ghosts who can clearly travel between, like, what is the difference between a ghost and a person who has come back from the suite hereafter? Totally different things, I guess. Not to, not to throw in big philosophical questions right at the beginning <laughs> yeah. here. But. Well, this is great because, uh, I mean, in our last episode, in the no episode, we even had to look up what being an immortal was and yes. if you can be affected if you are an immortal, if you can be killed. And the answer is yes, you can be killed yes. if you are immortal. Right. Um, so we, you're going to see all the things we're learning on this week's Riverdale Roundup. Yeah. I think that a ghost is someone that maybe has not gone over to the suite hereafter That's that they're right. still trapped here with undone business but if they're trapped here then why do they need to get on a train mm, on the midnight <laughs> train to georgia man how else are they gonna get there we don't know quite where riverdale is they gotta get to georgia somehow <laughs> but they're not doing it in this episode because percival has closed down the borders he's closed down the borders to riverdale no one is coming in because they have they have to oh this episode okay they have to seal the Hellmouth. Right. Remember, the Hellmouth is not Pops itself. The Hellmouth resides on the land underneath Pops. Yes, because that is like yes. a hallowed ground where Percival and the ancestors and whatnot came. Yes, and used to do their witchcraft, I right. guess, of sorts. Which I'm all pro. I'm pro witchcraft, but I think that he was doing naughty witchcraft. So he was in bad boys jail. That's not <laughs> not the SD card. Percival's in bad boys jail this entire episode and for this entire season. So the borders are closed down because Percival doesn't want the, you know, our super teens getting any help destroying him before he can destroy and take over Riverdale. And let the record show this is at least the second time that the borders of Riverdale have been Certainly closed is. down. Quote unquote. I, just, I really want to know what that means. Like, because what that usually means in practice is like military checkpoints. And I just yeah. want to know, how are they closing down the borders? Like, what... The only people in the town who work for Percival, I guess, are all of the ghoulies, which we'll get to, and all of the people he just beheaded, which we'll also get to. Oh, we're going to get to it. But so this is my question for you, MJ. If he has mind controlled whatever officials uh -huh. to get the borders closed down right. and to have like the army because they did show a quick shot of like a like police barricades uh -huh. okay yeah. like right next to the riverdale sign uh -huh. so i'm assuming they're all <laughs> under his mayoral brainwashing because yeah. they're certainly not just under his mayoral direction i don't think that they could be to right. shut down the town like that but they've said in the past that like the one time when he took over too many people's brains percival got a nosebleed. How is he able to now mind control everybody and his powers are not affected 
It goes against the rules they've already set up for Percival. Well, Riverdale would never go against its own rules, Jackie. <laughs> it is entirely logically consistent from beginning to long, long, long end. <laughs> right. Because in this episode, and I think honestly for the last at least four or five episodes, literally everyone in town is under Percival's control except for our super teens. Super teens, yeah. And so, right, he has shut down the borders and our super teens are ready for war. They're so pumped. They're so excited. And we have just learned at the end of the previous episode that Alice Cooper, Sheriff Keller, and Uncle Daddy have all been beheaded, beheaded. with a guillotine. Beheaded, but don't worry. It was exactly what we we knew that this was going to happen, that they were just like, oh, they're just going like, they're dead, not dead. They're going to figure yeah. out a way to bring them back because like we didn't properly see the goodbye of them, and which obviously we were right. I keep calling it Order of the Phoenix. I know it's not Order of the Phoenix, <laughs> but I, Phoenix Power is what it is. Phoenix Power is, is it the whatever the fuck? Rachel, uh, Cheryl's oh Ashes of the Phoenix. Is that what it's called? Ashes, Ashes of, of the, the Phoenix. Phoenix. Yes. See, came to me. Oh, thank you, Cheryl. Oh yeah, you can come to me anytime. And so, so everyone's like, oh, I'm so sad. My parents are dead. Their heads have been cut off. But they're like, oh, good thing Cheryl knows how to bring back to life. Because that's the whole thing with this episode. Not only are they going to, spoiler alert, defeat Percival in this episode. <laughs> and I am glad that they defeated Percival in a separate episode from the big battle that's about to happen. But also, the main plot of this episode was getting first the bodies back. And then it was getting the heads back. Mm. So we will find out how did they get the bodies back and not the heads. Oh, Percival, you're so Boro-Snorro. <laughs> and he's also Boro-Snorro because Percival, of course, every like Reggie's like, we should go to his like magic curio shop. He's got all those weapons there. But right. of course, Percival had burned. He didn't burn down the shop. He took all of the weapons out. And so Cheryl goes with Reggie. Burns it down, burns it down, burns it down. And in this recap that I'm reading, it says that Reggie grabs Hiram's portrait from it. And I don't remember that happening. Was that a big moment? I don't remember that him? happening either. But that's a nice little Easter yeah. egg, Riverdale. Because we all know Reggie's a fucking sucker for Hiram Lodge. Oh, man. He is such a, he is a cuck for Hiram. And I would <laughs> be too. But I do also wonder if he's going to use that to maybe get Veronica back at some point. Yeah, the way you know, like, save this for your daddy. You know, right, right. They deserve each other. Honestly, I mean, Reggie has a couple of Re Reggie's a weak man. He is a weak man, <laughs> as as is evidenced by later on in this episode when he is once again mind controlled by Percival. It's like, damn, you know, the man cannot protect his own mind. Too bad. Him and Kevin, they're both up there, right? But so an important piece of information to understand in this episode, which is hard to understand but important, is that there. There are certain daggers that hurt Reggie and his iron, his forged in ironness. Oh, Archie, yes, Archie. Mm -hmm. There are certain weapons that will like hurt Archie, even though Archie is invulnerable. And there are yes. certain weapons that will hurt Percival, even though yes. Percival is not invulnerable. But he is immortal. He is immortal, and he is weirdly. Mostly invulnerable. Yeah, which is a question we have not yet figured out why, because. He's, He's so evil, no one's ever just put a bullet in his brain. Like, right. if that could have just killed him, why has no one just shot this person? I guess we are to believe that he's always one step ahead of you, because this is what uh, Veronica tries. She's Rumpelstiltskin. like, oh, I'll just go shoot him. And he is like, oh, I knew you were going to do that. And so I made a little flower come out the gun, you know? He's and so I, I guess that that's what makes him... Like, uh, you know, not able to be killed. But we but we think that Percival, we think Slash can confirm that Percival can be killed. It's just that he has somehow made it since 1580 without ever being killed. Being killed. But also, he doesn't seem to have the same weakness as a regular person. Right. Like, he's definitely been attacked, like, even more than Archie. Like, regular attack. Like, and yeah. he seems to have magic powers that make him not die, in addition to being immortal. But... The distinction, I guess, to understand is that Archie, invulnerable, but mortal. Percival, immortal, but not invulnerable. He Correct. can get hurt. Correct. And they both can get hurt. So it really takes a lot of, um, 
a lot of the like, oh, they can't get hurt off the table, which makes it say, like, if you're going to be a Superman, shouldn't you be a Superman through and through? I know that there's always kryptonite, but it's like difficult to get the kryptonite, you know? I feel like it should be a little bit more difficult to get these, like, oh, you're forged in iron, but I've got this special forged in iron piercing <laughs> dagger. But, you know, that's Riverdale, baby. <laughs> now, when does Veronica try to kill Percival? This is after, so they know that the borders have closed down. Polly, who I'm fairly sure here on Riverdale Roundup that we both agree that Polly is going to be an angel of some sort because she's emanating this glow, like, and now she's all at peace. and like She's at peace, but some fuck is going on with Polly. Well, also, maybe she it's fucked because they didn't have her body right. to bring her back from the suite hereafter. That's the whole thing. That's the, the linchpin of necromancy is having the body, apparently, the whole body, to be able to bring them back from the suite hereafter. Right, which is the problem with the fact that our three parents have been beheaded because they don't Cheryl's like, I have to have the body to make them whole. But meanwhile, we still have JJ and Polly just hanging out back in the realm of the living, who, as Jackie pointed out, did not have, we didn't have their bodies. JJ, we all know that JJ's body has been through hell. We don't even know where oh, that thing is at this point. No. It's, it's certainly not whole. Can't get dragged around as a reanimated corpse for months and months and then put in to have your soul put into a ventriloquist dummy and then have your body dumped I think back into the original coffin and then it was yeah it was in a trunk for a while just kind of hanging <laughs> oh, yeah, out the drunk, at Thornhill yeah. yeah it was just sitting in a rocking chair in the basement for a while <laughs> <laughs> that poor boy's body. That boy, that poor boy's murdered body. Too. Yeah, poor murdered boy's body. But he, uh, he and Polly, who you know got back uh, from the suite hereafter because Cheryl was just like, mm, why not? They are. I'm not gonna trust them. I mean, we certainly can't trust JJ. Uh, we're about to talk about what happens to him. But also, Polly is over. Betty is on her bullshit of being like, oh, something bad's gonna happen. Well, yeah, because her mom just got beheaded. <laughs> this time, you know what? This time, I'll give it to her. Her mom did just get beheaded. I guess you're allowed to be a little upset about it. <laughs> right, Publicly fair. beheaded. Well, Polly's mom just got beheaded too, and she's not upset at all, is she? Yeah, she's comforting, but I think it's because she's an angel yeah. and while she's getting comforted that's when Veronica and Archie go to Percival and they're like this has to stop there's gotta be a way that we can stop Percival we're gonna get master negotiator Veronica Lodge on the case <laughs> the she-wolf of Wall Street um, excuse me the ex-she-wolf of Wall Street because she's a businesswoman she's a so business let's have woman. her fucking negotiate with the devil because she's, all she's business. a business bitch Yes, she knows what she's doing. So she goes in, except she doesn't. She does she not goes know what she's in doing. And she's like, okay, okay, Percival, right? <laughs> I know, like, you want Riverdale and you're doing all this stuff. But, like, what if we give you half of Riverdale instead? And we'll go back to the north side and the south side. And you could just, like, we'll just have evil... Riverdale, and then we'll have like regular Riverdale. Which, to his credit, Jughead was very against, not because it doesn't make any fucking sense, but because he's like morally, like, we can't go back to being a divided town. Right. Do you remember when we were a north side, south side town? It wasn't that bad. Okay. But also, yeah, like, the devil is here. Like, do you think, Veronica, you really think the Fuck it. He's not the devil. He's a sorcerer or whatever. But he. We get it. Yeah. Know, demon of some sort. Yeah. He's a. Yeah. The devil has his soul. And he, of course, is like, no, I'm not going to take half your town. I've been here destroying I want the town whole thing for months and months and months. Why would I take <laughs> half the town? And then what? You're going to have a normal life on the north side of Riverdale while a demon possesses everything like on the south of the wrong side of the tracks <laughs> yeah talk about the wrong side of the tracks oh don't go over there that's not it used to be where the poor people live but now it's where the fucking the brainwashed trolls <laughs> so that doesn't work no of course not but then so this also a lot of these threads all are pulled together because tabitha Remember Tabitha, the guardian angel of Riverdale, who also can travel through the alternate dimensions of Riverdale. Right. Can see all of the ways that Riverdale is going to end in apocalypse. So this is right. all they're following her 
ideas because there's only two ways in which they can go that they will actually defeat Percival in the apocalypse. And one of those ways in that room, Veronica just shoots him in the head. And so when she goes to shoot him in the head after he says, no, I'm not going to just take half of Riverdale. He makes flowers come out of it. And Percival's like, (laughs) but what? He does do. So then Archie just offers himself and he's like, you can take my body and you can have my body and you can have me. And then you have to give us back Riverdale, which also we're fucking talking about Archie. Symbolic. He is such a like, he is like the epitome of somebody who's like, I'm going to just make it look like I'm helping. Like, yeah, Archie, take me. Archie, he's not going to take you. No, everyone gets it. You're a hero. You're the soul of Riverdale, whatever. And, yeah, so Archie tries to, like, sacrifice himself. Meanwhile, that's also a plot point that already happened. Remember, he already sacrificed himself. He was working down in the in the ghost train. Yes. W- well, for, for like, which is, body, which, you know, looking like Christ. Jesus imagery, which also yes. is going to come back later, which I even hate, like, part of, like, the literature double major in me dies when I talk about Archie's Jesus imagery in these episodes because it's really, I think... Now that we're talking about this episode again, it's got to be what they're doing with all of these sacrificing things. And then like with the ghost train thing where there was all the imagery of him walking with like the wood on his back. That was really intense. But in typical Riverdale fashion, their symbols are are all muddled because it's like Archie's Jesus, but also baby Anthony is Jesus. Jesus. You know, there's like a couple of Jesuses. And I think that you should write a paper on it, Jackie, the Christ I imagery. In That's for nobody. But no, I'll write it for the Patreon. I'll, I'll, I'll add it all out. I'll just like break it all down. I'll watch all of Riverdale again. I'll pull it <laughs> apart piece by piece of how we got to this point. And like, oh, they've been laying this out the entire time. They haven't. <laughs> Jackie, they haven't. They didn't know that it was going to get here. Okay? You if you could create a time loop. Jackie, if oh, you had Tabitha, Tabitha, you could create a time loop, time loop and you could speed up time or slow down yeah. time so that you could watch all season one from from until now of Riverdale. Do you think that any of this shit would make sense? Uh-uh. More sense, less sense, same no. amount of sense. Well, I thought that this second um, redoing of this episode was going to make the episode make more sense. But even as I'm talking about it, I'm like, well, no. Yeah. That also doesn't make sense. No, yeah. that doesn't. No, that still doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so I guess the answer is no. Can't make sense out of nonsense. No, but we can get back the bodies of our parents by trying these just pitiful negotiations. Because right now they meet him inside of the Babylonium and the Babylonium is being guarded by the brainwashed ghoulies. Now, I got to say, we didn't bring it up on the last time we recorded this. The fits of the ghoulies are unbelievable and I would like to dress like them. It makes me think of the pretty poisons except on acid because all of their fits are like very like almost... Mad Maxian, it's like Mad Maxian. Yeah, totally. It's like Mad Max meets like the orphans and Oliver Twist. Yes, meets Rocky Horror Picture Show. Like I feel like it is because it is like sexy and like asymmetrical leather jackets. Whoa, (laughs) you cut the sleeves off it, you bastard! I love it. And Twyla Twist is back. It is. I was happy to see the Ghoulies. I was happy to see Twyla. But as is often the case in a Riverdale episode, I'm just like, what's her deal again? Like, what's what happened? Like, when was the last time we saw Twyla and the Ghoulies? It's been quite a while. Well, in um, in River Vale, they signed the, well, I guess that's in the future. No, that was in the suite hereafter. They signed the, like, we're never going to fight again contract, yes. remember, because of grown-up baby, baby Anthony. Yeah. And the love of between baby Anthony and the son from Twyla Twist. But... Right. That's going to come up in just a moment. Right now, we've got the bodies back. Cheryl can't bring the bodies back because the heads are missing. Because Percival is a bad boy. Boros nor a bad boy, but but still a bad boy nonetheless. Yeah, so Cheryl's like, oh my God, I have all these bodies and I have no heads. Can some of our people sneak into the Babylonium and look for some heads? But before that can even happen, Percival's too busy. Again, someone... Just sew his mouth shut. If he can't speak the incantations, doesn't that take away so much of his power? Yes, so, his mouth so true. Shut. He's constantly muttering Latin, Latin to himself. Oh, yes. And that's what he's doing right now because he takes these little, like, versions of Veronica's Abuelita, of JJ, 
of Reggie and of oh, yeah. stitched back together cut apart body of Glenn. Yes. yes. The old boss, uh, the old like creepy, gropey boss of Betty from the FBI who got killed by TBK, bad boy Glenn. They all get brought in and they are mind controlled. This part was awesome. They are mind controlled by Percival and Percival, he's going against the Fab Four and he's sent... Like Veronica's abuelita with a sawed off shotgun coming through Veronica's home, just being like, Nieta, boom. Oh, Nieta, boom, looking for it. And it was like, Yeah, get her, abuelita. And then also, Reggie, who is brainwashed by Percival again, goes to Archie, but Reggie has one of the daggers that can get through the forged skin of Archie. So, man, brutally. Reggie starts stabbing the shit at Archie, like a lot, but all in the side of his body at the same point. It it can't, it has to be, and it can't be Jesus imagery, right? Yeah. Am I looking too far into it, MJ? I don't think you're looking too far into it because it's one of those things like, I, I remember in ninth grade we had like a, like a, our English teacher was trying to teach us about imagery and like anything you we read, any book we read, she would just be like, "Do you see the water imagery?" And we we're like, "Yeah, I guess. you know, like, like uh, sure, there's water imagery." And I think that Christ imagery is just one of those things where it's like, "Do you want to see this just Christ imagery everywhere?" But I also like where you're going, which is that they, I mean, obviously there has b- been biblical themes throughout this entire. Themes slash they you know, washed overt. her feet. They washed Betty's <laughs> the evil out of Betty by right. washing her feet last yeah. episode. Yeah, you're right. They washed the feet. They 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 crucified Archie on the train. We've got a baby Messiah, and yeah. So the way that Reggie stabs Archie is also quite. Because uh, like, why would he stab him only in like the same spot over and over again? Because like that scene really was. Kind of brutal. Yeah. Yeah. The the Abuelita chasing um Veronica scene is really scary. Um Reggie stabbing Archie is really scary. Reanimated corpse Glenn chasing Betty, also pretty scary. Which also was re- was Glenn that jacked before he had been cut to pieces? Cause it was like, did Glenn get really thick? <laughs> I was shocked. I I think Glenn. I remember Glenn being like a you know kind of like a budget John Krasinski. But maybe like he could have had more just shirtless scenes at the FBI in the past if he was <laughs> rocking that. Like CW, work with what you got. Yeah, show us the goods. Still has not been enough kissing in this entire season, or or no. even shirtless. You know, even if you're not going to kiss, give us some you know hot shirtless reanimated corpses. Yes, which we got. I mean, but that that's again, that's just me fishing for horny, fishing for horny, <laughs> the bait out. I'm fishing for horny over here, but we didn't get horny from JJ, which thank God. So this is Cheryl, of course, is talking to Heather, open mouthed <laughs> Heather, and Heather's like, "Oh my gosh, Cheryl, I see something with Bailey's comment. There's something wrong with Bailey's comment. Something's going on with it." In which the comment thing, I still don't quite understand. Yeah. Bailey's Comet, when it comes closer, it makes Percival's powers stronger. Stronger. And he so they're all thinking that like this battle is about to happen today. But Heather's like, oh no, the comet doesn't come today. The ha- comet comes tomorrow. So this isn't the battle day. But then as she's like about to like tell her all this stuff, JJ shows up with a bow and arrow and starts hunting Cheryl through short Thornhill because he is also brainwashed by Percival. But then, so like to stop Abuelita, Veronica put a neurotoxin on a doorknob and that stopped her and like unfroze her brain and unbrainwashed her. So Abuelita was fine. And Reggie was just like, was getting choked. And that's how he ended up coming. How did he come out of it? I don't remember. I definitely remember that Archie fell down and Bingo started licking his wounds. Yes, I know that. But I do also know that it didn't seem like, well, Glenn was already a reanimated corpse. So Betty straight up with a chainsaw, which was awesome, cut him back into pieces, which is technically (laughs) really fucking badass. But then Cheryl, 
She's like, I'm sorry, JJ, I have to do this. Sets Jason on fire and kills him again. Yeah, none of the other people who were brainwashed by Percival had to be killed. But Cheryl's just like, you know what? I got to put a stop to this and sets her own brother on fire just after bringing him back from the sweet hereafter. It is, you know, unkind of her to be like, I'm going to drag you from your like blissful, happy family in heaven to come back to earth with me where to get you will brainwashed. just sit in silence, perhaps to, to get a lower day rate as an actor so that we're not going to do the lines. <laughs> and now you got totally no fault of your own, got brainwashed by fucking Percival and I'm just going to set you aflame to stop you. Cheryl, it was an overreaction. Yes. And so she didn't need to do it, but now JJ, I guess, is back in the suite hereafter. I'm going to assume maybe he's also going to come back as an angel we don't know but that's so and another part that doesn't make sense but we're going with it riverdale is how tabitha being the guardian angel of riverdale oh, i'm the guardian the angel scene, of riverdale jughead i can yeah. tell that the soul of riverdale is in trouble yes yeah, so uh, which did we know that Archie is the soul of Riverdale yet? We did not know that explicitly, but I think we did know it. Kind of knew Like, it. implicitly, because he's the only fucking guy who likes Riverdale. Loves he's Riverdale. the only person who cares about Riverdale. Really loves Riverdale. He, he's, the, he's the fire department, right? He's the oh, yeah. child protective services. He's, oh, yeah. He's so I think it. there's, if we were, we yesterday when we recorded, we were kind of balking at the soul of Riverdale line. But first of all, I'm balking at, Tabitha being Tabitha. Like, get with it, Jughead. I'm the soul of I, I'm the guardian angel of Riverdale. Of course, I know when someone's in trouble. And it's like, bitch, you were not the guardian angel of Riverdale until like yesterday. Yeah. You're a time traveler. How does that also like you're a guardian angel? Are you still are you alive? Are you dead? What does that even mean? Yeah. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say... Yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, Mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait, you look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money? A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV, starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start, Start saving, saving today. today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? And she's like, oh, now I have f fucking just, you know, powers where I can just tell that Archie's being stabbed. Okay, you just made that up. Yes. And be so you only can tell that the soul of Riverdale is in trouble. What about all of the other, like, ghoulies that are getting the shit beat out of them over at the Babylonium because they're brainwashed right now? Do you feel that? Do you feel all of, like... Yeah, what about Betty and Cheryl and Veronica? Yeah. You don't feel, you're not feeling, though, like, them being attacked by people from their past or and or their present? I mean, of those three, I would say Cheryl is also the soul of Riverdale. Betty, soul of Riverdale. Veronica? Yeah, but if you think about it, Veronica and Betty both left 
Riverdale and so did Jughead like Archie well Archie went to war but I don't think that counts he comes <laughs> back to Riverdale is like I'm never leaving, leaving Riverdale and Cheryl never left Thornhill so I feel like both of them together really are you know the yin and yang of the soul of Riverdale yeah we said it yeah we said it here <laughs> yes because every town needs somebody who hates the town but never leaves and that's Cheryl yes and then every town needs somebody who like loves the town completely uncritically and that's yes. Archie yes exactly and so Tabitha goes to go find Archie, finds him having been stabbed many times by Reggie. And who comes over, which this scene, it was so funny because Jeff did immediately say, he's like, you're going to have to put that dog down. Because Bingo, <laughs> the dog comes over and starts chawing down on Archie's wounds, like heavy licking. So it's like gross. heavy petting, except much more disgusting. I said it reminds me of the old SNL sketch called Head Wound Harry with Dana oh, Carvey, where he's yes. like, this premise where he shows up to a party and he has a massive gaping head wound and then he just like keeps like lying down on the white couch and like rubbing his head wound all over everything and yeah. then a dog comes over and starts <laughs> chewing on it. Chewing on and it. And it is so gross. It's so funny and so gross. And that is, watching a dog just being like, oh yeah, let that dog Lick that open stab wound. Everyone's standing there watching it happen. Watching it happen. Stop the dog. And then they're like, oh, good thing we just let that dog feast on Archie. Because, it, because we forgot that the dog has healing saliva. So I remember in the episode with apparently the real TBK, the random construction worker, when he was attacking Archie, that Bingo the dog jumped on him and threw, pushed him through a wall and out the second story of a home. Yeah. So he's a super dog. <laughs> That's awesome. But if he has healing powers, which I don't think that we knew. No. Then in the fact that Jeff didn't remember the healing powers is usually a pretty good sign. Yeah. And wouldn't you have him around all the time? Keep They're him around, always especially being Archie. Archie is yes. constantly getting gravely injured. Keep your Suck dog on the wounds. You. Yeah, make it like a service dog, but for healing wounds. Yeah, get a tent set up. Bring that dog to the battle. Put a little jacket on him that says, oh don't pet God. me, I'm working. How cute would it be? And then he's just in <laughs> there just like, roar, roar. <laughs> I love to lick blood. I love to lick it. Just chawing down. Man, he really got in there. It was really disgusting. It's Maybe so gross. like There's they put peanut so butter in the wound. Watching a dog lick an open wound and everybody being like, yay. <laughs> yay. <laughs> Look at him go. <laughs> it was disgusting. So gross. <laughs> so now they're like, what do we do? We need to get the heads back. How are we gonna get the heads back? Because like he's up, Percival's up in the Babylonium, and he's still surrounded by his brainwashed ghoulies, and they're all really trying not to kill the ghoulies because the ghoulies are obviously brainwashed. It's not their fault that they're supporting him. So they come up, Tony comes up with, oh wow, the best suggestion and the best. Line that has ever been said in Riverdale. Yeah, let me bring because, up the quote. Because please bring up the quote, MJ. Quote, the best, yeah. So so something, uh, you know, longtime Riverdale Roundup listeners might remember that Jackie really loves the quote, uh, a serpent, serpent never sheds its skin. Because it does, 100%. <laughs> that is what a serpent does. <laughs> and so... Tony and Fangs, you know, they've got baby Anthony. Everyone's sitting around trying to figure out what to How do to get those heads Percival. back. And they're, they're talking strategy. And before they get to this excellent, excellent, absolutely no notes plan, uh, Tony says the best quote of the, of the entire series, which is always kill a baby snake in its egg. So it doesn't grow up to bite you. This is apparently a saying. What are you talking about, TT? It's an old serpent saying. An old serpent saying. Always kill a, a baby, baby snake, snake in its egg, its egg so it doesn't grow up to bite you. To what? bite you? That means there will be no serpents. You, you are a snake. <laughs> you identify. You are a gang of people who 
identifies as snakes. snakes. Always kill a baby snake and its eggs so it doesn't grow up to bite you. This saying should be about snakes' enemies. I don't even yes. know what snakes' enemies are. I guess a, a, a hawk? Like, that's a let's hawk. Say a hawk. Yeah, let's say a hawk. Yeah, the saying should be always kill a baby hawk and its egg so it doesn't grow up to swoop you away. Yes. But instead, this we I, so Jackie and I decided we're going to get matching tattoos that say always kill a baby snake and its egg so it doesn't grow up to bite you. What the fuck? Does why would you kill your young? Why Especially you when this plan is about using your young, a baby, your baby, to save the world. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, use my child. I'll give you an old <laughs> saying about it: always kill a baby, kill a baby snake, snake in, its in its egg, egg. So, so it, it doesn't, doesn't grow, grow up to bite you. you. We all learned a really good lesson, which is not. It's also. The opposite of what they're doing with baby Anthony, because if you remember, baby Anthony is also immortal. And their idea in this, this is where it really, man, take your thinking hats off. <laughs> Put them up on the shelf because we're about to get some looper yes. up in here. This is the second time loop of the episode. We forgot to mention there was a Tabitha that created a time loop where she sped up time. They moved the old location of Pops to the new location of Pops, the time loop. It's really, you're not going to want to think about it too much because you're like, what? How well, because the hell mouth. Because they moved, so they, they didn't know that Pops is not the spot that Percival wanted, that it's the land that he wanted. So them moving Pops into the boxing ring, which they did like four episodes ago, that was for naught. It was not only for naught, it was, I think, for for worse. For worse. It opened, it was like wide open hell mouth now. Big so now they're like gaping hell mouth begging <laughs> to be filled. It is just a big old gaper we got here. So now they're like, oh, we gotta go stuff that hell mouth. Stuff that hell mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're like, oh, it'll we'll never be able to move everything back from Pops all the way to old Pops. Oh. And Tabitha's like, I'll create a time loop. And somehow they do it. She speeds it up. She speeds yeah. up time so speeds that time. in like an hour they were able to do like several days work. But she only speeds up time for them because yeah. she makes like a bubble. Yeah. So she doesn't speed up time for other people, which right. I don't understand that phys the physics of that. Like I, I would understand like making it sped up. I don't. I, I don't know. It's I can't tough. think about it too long. Take this thinking hat off. <laughs> Take it off. They just move it back on top. She speeds up time. So she's going to speed up time again. She's going to yeah. do another time loop because they decided, oh, <laughs> in the sweet hereafter, they're like, oh, my God, our son, baby Anthony, is a warrior. Even though him we and he's a warrior. Know. We don't know that because all he was is like he was wearing the sick serpent jacket. Yes. And yes, he is marrying the son of Twyla Twist. And they ended their gang warfare ways with their love. Fine. But that doesn't mean that he's 18 and a warrior. Can't you just... So what they do is Tabitha, go with us, creates a time <laughs> loop, takes the baby, creates a time loop, ages up baby Anthony to the age of 18 where he is a warrior and uses him to be sent into the Babylonium to attack Percival, not to kill Percival, but to get back the heads. Right. Just to get back. They just get they back the heads. lost their baby's entire childhood just to get back the heads. Just get back the heads. Wow. I thought that it was because they thought that he could like save the world. No, this is what I was wrong about in the last episode. It was like, so he might be able to do something in this next battle that's coming. I'm not sure. But in this episode, he was just sent to get those heads back. Just get the heads. And and Titi in another great line, not as great as always kill a baby snake in its shell so that it doesn't oh. bite you. But another great line. She's like, you know what? We will miss his entire childhood, <laughs> but that's a sacrifice that we're willing. That to we're make. just willing to make. Like, what are you... What? It's just, just send him to go be killed? Because again, immortal does not mean that you impenetrable. He could just also go die. You're just sending your son to also just go die. Yeah, you're just like, you just made your son skip his child. It's like one thing for a parent to decide, you know what? I don't need ages zero to 18. 
But it's also a pretty big decision for the child themselves to be like, oh, I won't have a childhood. I'm a baby born to be a grown himbo man yes. who is hot and dumb as rocks, very queer and ready to kill, you know. Which I am here for because I'm assuming that that means in the next season that they're going to follow baby Anthony as a teenager now, hopefully to bring in a little bit more youthful sex. That sounds <laughs> disgusting, but you know what I mean. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. <laughs> I'm not a creep. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, that would be fine. And nobody wants a toddler around. You know, no, if you're going to have much. a baby in a show, you can hold. They're always holding the, the costume and prop department has done such a terrible job of even showing Anthony to be a baby. Yes. That, like, God forbid we have like a two year old running around Riverdale or a two up. So, you know, we just don't want that. So I think from a writing perspective, make the time loop skip. But no one wants this fucking baby. It was like the Riverdale writers were like, what do we do with this fucking baby? How are we going to have this baby? We need the symbolism of a Christ, but we don't want an actual character who's a baby. What the fuck do we do with that? And they're like, you know what? Make him hot. Time loop it. Hot, himbo, ready to kill. So he gets sent into Percival's office. Percival shoots him multiple times and Anthony just smiles, which again goes against the idea of immortality that you are trying to sell us, Riverdale. He's not Luke Cage. He is like, why is he able to get shot just because he's immortal? Doesn't mean he's invulnerable, Jackie. And I parsed this. We looked this. it up. We looked it up. <laughs> and I think we there might be some up. overlap, you know, but like, you gotta spell it out for us, Riverdale. I'll be like, oh, my son, baby Anthony, he's not able to be killed and he's also not a- be able to be hurt by bullets, you know? Yes. Set out the rules and then follow the rules. Yes, but they're not doing this. So Percival escapes because he realizes it's baby Anthony time looped uh, to be 18 years old. He figured it out, which I don't know how he figured it out that fast. He magics out. He seals in the serpents and the ghoulies into the Babylonium. But meanwhile, the serpents apparently are still looking for the heads inside because they know that the heads are inside of the Babylonium somewhere. So while all of this is happening, which they never thought about it before. Jughead and Tabitha have been just like, they're just juking between like alternate universes. They're just like going back and forth. Tabitha then realizes, oh my God, (laughs) oh my God, I'm the guardian angel. And I didn't even think that like, I always checked the future and the outcomes of the apocalypse in Riverdale, but I never checked the future of the apocalypse. Possibilities of the apocalypse in River Vale. So they go, she and Jughead go to River Vale. And I guess because of the supernatural energies, I love that they just throw that in there. Like, it's because of the supernatural energies. There's more possibilities. Of yeah, ways it's to different there Percival. because everything's different there. Everything's okay. different there. <laughs> All right. But it's a long shot, but apparently the idea that like where the apocalypse can be, where they can actually defeat Percival is in Pops in River Vale. So they get an idea of how to trap Percival. And we don't necessarily know what that is, but we do know that Percival is drawn towards Pops, which is now over the Hellmouth. So it makes it more difficult to get to the Hellmouth. So that is good. One obstacle. But then they have another obstacle. And that obstacle is our fabulous teens that they all show up and Archie comes out of pops with a bat, which also (laughs) a bat. That's it. Why don't they all have guns? If you know a gun can kill him, shoot him. Yeah. Also like do make fucking Heather put her to work and make her do some sort of like sorcery bullets have a special power for, you know, fucking do some witchery, man. Like you gotta be able to, fashion some extra oomph in your weapons with all these witches sitting around something and like all now sorcerers like there's nothing else that you can use besides a bat to archie (laughs) so he comes out and he hits percival in the face but percival's got this like fancy magic mace there that's just like swinging it around and then he notices that the other that cheryl comes out and reggie comes out and verona comes out and betty comes out and they all come out and they stand around him they're like this is our town bitch (laughs) and they start punching him they're just punching him and he's like, oh, 
ugh, which doesn't make any sense. Like, this is the whole thing. You're not all Superman. They're not, like, you can't, you're not all, like, super strong. If he could have just been beaten up, why hasn't he been beaten to death already? Right, right. There's, like, because there's the, you know, the, the, the our Fab Five or whatever has always outnumbered him, but... Yeah, we there's there's just we're never going to get any clarity on what the fuck Percival's level of invulnerability is because it's no. sometimes and sometimes not. But he gets all shit beaten out of him by our, you know, our crew. And then he spells the fog. He sends the fog and he yep. turns their powers against him. And this is where you're going to really want to hold on to your fucking hats. I know you're looking at your watch and you're like, doesn't Riverdale Roundup usually end by this time? But we, we have to explain what happens at the end of this episode. We got to get into this. A fog comes in. The fog uses everyone's powers against them. So what bum, happens? Bum, bum. Cheryl turns to ice, opposite of fire. Yes, turns to ice. Archie turns to iron because He's, he is becomes an iron statue. Iron. <laughs> Betty, what happens to goes Betty? Goes blind. Turns Betty blind. goes blind. Yes, <laughs> Betty's just standing there like, ah, guys, where are you guys? I can't see anybody. And uh, who am they I turn Reggie into a life-size dummy? Yes, yes, which is very funny because he's a fucking dumbass, and because there's that little dummy of him who talks to him. And I think that they just wanted to reuse the prop. I think there's no way, and then they're like, "We got this prop of Reggie as a dummy. May as well use it again." <laughs> and Veronica was poisoned. She was poisoned by herself. Ah, yes, that's fun. And meanwhile, Jughead is sitting inside Pops. In a magician's outfit? In a magician's outfit. And so Percival walks through into Pops. Now, what we as the viewer find out later, but we don't know at the time, but we're going to let you know, is that it's not just any old Pops. It's Rivervale Pops because Jughead put a little portal in the door of Pops. So instead of walking in, in Riverdale, all of our friends are frozen and dead, but uh, he walks, Percival walks through a portal into River Vale Pops with Riverdale's Jughead, we think. We think it's still the same Jughead, our our regular Jughead in Riverdale, who yeah. meets him in Pops and he's like, let's play dominoes. And so they sit down and they have a little battle of the brains mm. and the Percival goes into Jughead's mind and starts rifling through and he's like, you can't outsmart me, Jughead. And it was so, yeah, he's like ripping up all of the comic books that live inside of the library brain of Jughead. Which, like, I don't even understand, like, what that, like, you're just destroying his memories? Like, I guess they're just trying to make him go mad. Like, yeah. maybe it's memory madness. But then Jughead's like, ha ha ha, Percival, joke's on you. While you were in here in my mind, distracted in my mind, we did a sneak attack on you and then we snap back into not not in Jughead's mind but back into Pops where Percival has been gang stabbed Stabbed. by every other all of our friends and he's like how's that possible you're all frozen and dead outside and then Jughead's like those are my other friends River Vale. It was River Vale's version of Cheryl and Veronica and Betty and Archie. And Tabitha was there too. And so he's there and he's covered in blood, which also great cutback scene because I was not expecting that to happen at all. Yeah, this like, scene was very fun and satisfying. It is something you're not going to want to think too hard about because like, how did Jughead like, mobilize all the other Keep people in River Vale? the thinking hat on the <laughs> shelf. Don't put it back on. Don't put it back on, especially for this end part because... Because even like MJ had asked last time we recorded this, like, how did they get Percival back into because like we're about to go back in time. But it was because there's double portal. So they get up also. Well, I'm not going to think about how all of our like the ones that were just like killed with their own um, powers, how they ended up not dying in Riverdale. But again, think he had sun on. Oh, yeah, so we don't, don't need to think about, about it. <laughs> so Tabitha. Picks up the the stabbed Percival, brings him back through the doors of Pops, and it's another, he got double portaled, he comes out in 1580, 
by his hellmouth in the cemetery that he met Mr. Cipher in in the first place. So, the, yeah, so the key part is that they take him back to the time before he was immortal, even though this whole scene is about how this devil has his soul, which would have, which means that would have already happened. But they're like, oh, let's go back to before. He's, he can't die now, but he could die back before he sold his soul to the devil. So then they take him back to 1580 and the devil's like, oh, hello, the person who sold me your soul. So again, don't think about it too much. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. And so Mr. Cipher takes, like, takes his soul yeah. Comes and actually takes him. But before he takes him, Percival yells, if I can't have Riverdale, no one will. And so he was, if they had just sewed his mouth shut to keep him from using these incantations yeah, because he incanted mumbling. again. He's mumbling. He's he's like, oh, now I'm dying, but I'm mumbling. And Tabitha's like, oh, interesting. You're mumbling. Whatever. Whatever. He's dead. And Mr. Cypher took he's him. He's dead. Yay. And then they, everybody comes back and celebrates in the Pops parking Yay, lot. Everybody's he's hugging. Dead. Everybody's like, we did a great job. Our troubles are finally over. They find the missing heads in the fridge of the Babylonium in the <laughs> they kitchen. They find the heads. They're able the to resurrect parents. the bodies. Archie has a beer with Uncle Ashes Daddy. The they don't seem to be talking about the many betrayals of Uncle They're Daddy. They're not talking about the traumas at all. They don't need to. We it's have all, all of good. our parental figures back. But we won in the battle of good and evil. Bum, bum, bum. Or did we? Because then Heather realized, God, I hate her face. <laughs> I really go full circle. I can't pretend that I don't hate this character Jackie anymore. has texted me pictures of herself doing a face of Heather, like an imitation Heather face. Because I have glasses very similarly to her. And I was like, look at this dumb face. And so I, every time I wear those glasses, I pretend to be Heather. And she's like, stop, stop. And I just keep, oh, 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 I go, hello, job. Oh, job. I'm a witch, job. It's actually a very, very accurate Heather impression. I'll have to post the picture. It's a horrendous picture of me. <laughs> so they find out that in his incantation, what Percival was doing was he was summoning Bailey's Comet to not pass over Riverdale, but to head right for Riverdale. So and then Tabitha's like, oh my God, all of these future things that I saw, it wasn't the apocalypse that killed everything and why there's ash all over everything. It's Bailey's Comet hitting Riverdale, which also makes no sense. Why it would the whole everything that? would be destroyed? Everything would be destroyed if a comet hit yeah, Riverdale. Pops, Pops wouldn't still be there. And no, fucking Tabitha, why didn't? Why, how can you time travel and tell the future and tell all the different scenarios? Yet you didn't know that that's what happened. This was going to happen. What the I, fuck? I, I don't understand it. So fucking Tabitha. Yeah, it's not fallout from war. It's fallout from a comet. And so now this last episode, the last episode we're quite sure it's the last <laughs> i'm very sure i'm looking at this don't miss the se season six finale of riverdale this right. sunday july 31st where it is their last night on earth and i all i know is that man they're better this better be a sexy episode before <laughs> they figure out how to change this Bailey's Comet. It better be sexy. Yeah. And we now have talked longer than we talked in the first one. And we were more correct in this one because the last time I definitely screwed up some big um, things. So talking about it again, really, now I know this episode. If anyone asks me a question about this episode, <laughs> I can talk about this episode. Yeah, the dress rehearsal helped. I think we did get, I think we managed to tell the story of this episode to the extent that it can be co coherently told, which is, you know, not, completely but no we got close we got as close we, oh, as anybody close. will ever come oh we got close but we did get about 10 minutes over the running time <laughs> of riverdale <laughs> <laughs> oh my god please tell us your thoughts your, your anger needs. your rage yeah. your happiness it what is, do you need we've been on a journey we realized that uh 24 episodes of a show is approximately the number of classes you take in a full year of grad school so, so we're multiple doctorates yeah of, we got we're dr riverdale, riverdale. <laughs> we're doctors riverdale thank you very much yeah us yeah we're doctors riverdale that would be fun <laughs> that's a fun duo name for us MJ. yeah the doctors riverdale the like doctors the riverdale <laughs> 
<laughs> Thank you, MJ, um, for joining me again. And you know what? I had more fun this time than I did the first time. <laughs> well, Jackie, I've got some parting words for you. Always kill a baby snake, snake in its egg, egg so it doesn't, so it doesn't grow, grow up, up to, to bite, bite you. you. Even if Never you're a snake forget. and everyone you know is a snake. <laughs> it doesn't we love you guys so much and we'll be back next week for the season six finale of riverdale love you bye this show is made possible by listeners like you thanks to our ad sponsors you can support our shows by supporting them for more shows like the one you just listened to go to lastpodcastnetwork.com Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am on how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. Just in and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find?